You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 48, talking about Spawn, Malcolm, and Malcolm Spawn. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that is a dog that scares itself with its own farts. I am Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez. And uh, I'm Eric. I'm Eric Larson. In case you're, uh, in case you <laughs> come a complete surprise yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once again, we are blessed with the presence of Eric Larson, deity, God. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue that one. <laughs> last last time we talked, it was uh, I think last July. So it's been a while. Uh, we we got a, a lot to catch up on. And, Jim, isn't this sort of a special episode? Uh, numerically, yes. This is technically our 50th episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's officially episode 48, but we had like our zero test episode, and there is an uh, interview that we called 1.5. And so, altogether, we have 50 official episodes. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, we've been going strong so. since 2011 now. Yeah. This will be our final episode, retiring, going out on top. <laughs> oh, no, I think we're going to keep doing this as long as we can. Excellent. Maybe long after you're gone, Eric. <laughs> that was a pretty good issue, wasn't it? <laughs> I know he's gone and hasn't done the book. He's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> old and sad now. <laughs> keep mine in the plastic to keep my tears <laughs> off of it. <laughs> but of course we brought Eric on because like, like Craig said, we've got a lot to talk about. I mean, ever since, oh, yeah. ever since we last talked, you, you, you've got on spawn with uh, McFarlane. Uh, Malcolm has taken over as lead character in Savage Dragon. Well, actually, I guess he kind of did that before, but uh, yeah, he, 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 he graduated from high school and has be, sort of become this. Yeah, a ton of stuff. Yeah, is and of course, uh, the reintroduction of Ant is imminent sometime at th- this year, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So, a lot, lot of stuff to talk about. It's, yeah. it's going to be a big-ass interview. It's going to be good. <laughs> let's uh, let's start off talking about Spawn, because we haven't talked to you since yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, you started. Yeah, when you kicked off on Spawn five issues ago, we always kept saying, we really should have Eric on to talk about this. <laughs> and then five issues later, yeah, we should probably have Eric on to talk about this. I can't believe well, it's been five issues already. It is crazy that there's been five issues. It's been like, so it's been like five, six months. Yeah, well, the weird thing is, that, I mean, initially when I kind of was pitching to him about doing it, I was first, I was just supposed to be doing one issue. Oh. Which was <laughs> the... Uh, the kickoff premiere one, yeah, the very first one, whatever that one was, and then I was, and then we had talked about me taking over as writing the book, and it was like, well, you, you know, I, I was like, I'll start with, you know, two sixty three, you get that whole Satan deal 
out of the way and then I'll and then I'll come on board and then he was like why don't you just do that why don't you just, just draw draw that thing oh so but so so you would have come in after that was this. sort of my that was that's more his story than my story that one I gotcha see. so it was I mean we would we would talk it through then I I draw it and then he would come in and and just fuck with it. <laughs> so I mean, in a lot of cases, he's like he's moving panels around, he's rewriting a lot of dialogue, he's really going to town on it, and it's kind of like, well, it's it's kind of your kind of your deal here, and it's kind of your you know your your story that you wanted to tell. So in a, in a way, I kind of feel like, all right, well. Sure, fine, do it that way. But it's still still like infuriating, you know? Are you giving him a a script and rough pencils and then he's making kind of like an editor? Or is it, how is the collaboration kind of? Um, I, well, I kind of draw the thing um, like issue 86 of Savage Dragon, where where I just kind of did it outline wise. So I'm, I'm sitting there drawing it with a Pentel rolling writer. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, what, what had happened, I, I did a fill in issue some years back. I did issue 199 and mm-hmm. I just penciled it and scanned it in and sent him JPEGs of that. And then he inked it on, on the Cintiq. Right. But the thing that sucked about that was that that's what I ended up with was just pencils. So I had these penciled pages that were, it was never inked. It was never looked, finished in any way and mm-hmm. so i kind of wanted was well let me just do it finish wise I'll, I'll send him something that's inked but it'll just be be inked you know with a marker or something so it's not as labor intensive as as inking savage dragon generally ends up being and then you know take it take it from there and at least when i'm sending it to him so sometimes he'll keep he'll keep a bunch of the stuff that I put down on it and just add to it. And then sometimes he'll wipe it out entirely and, and do whatever the hell he wants to do. So it just kind of depends. It, it varies somewhat from page to page. Cool. It's a weird process. And then uh, script wise, I script it entirely, send it to him and he just treats it as though it's liner notes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he, in in many cases, there's a lot of what you read uh, is just him. Gotcha. So. It's funny because when you're uh, when I was reading through the the caption heavy, like Spawn's like really caption heavy. Yeah. And it's I'm, like it's kind of doesn't even read like you know like stuff you would write. Like it kind of sounds different. Yeah, it's it's pretty different. I'm curious to see. Um, how things go now that we're getting into the the regular stuff, you know. But, mm-hmm. So we'll see. So, like, so you were saying it seemed like McFarlane kind of had the story, the the Satan Saga War story, kind of already kind of in his mind, and that was kind of his baby. And you're saying you were supposed to come in after this with the, with the next issue that's going to come out. Is so is the story going to be more of your story on the, on the next issue? Well, it um, it, you know, we'll, we'll see when we get there. I, I see it in print like everybody else. 
Okay, so you don't even know the changes until? I don't know the changes until it's too late for me to do anything about it. Yeah, That seems but wild. Why do you guys do that? I don't, I don't see the inks. I don't see anything. It's just when, it, when I get my comps, I'm like, holy fuck, what do you do? <laughs> I, I have a, uh, an acquaintance who writes uh, scripts for Hollywood, and that sort of thing sort of happens all the time with like stuff he sells. Yeah, he, he, whoever you know the actual producer is will just do whatever on the actual shoot. Yeah. So it, yeah, it no. is kind of similar in that respect, in that you send it to McFarlane, and ultimately he has final say over what it's gonna you know show in the final product. Yeah. I just find it wild. I just thought it was more of a collaboration. You go back and forth, not a you turn it in and it just comes. It seems crazy to me that you know. Yeah, just comes no, back changed. Just, I mean, early on, I, w- I was pestering him more so I could just see it, you know? Yeah. So I'd just be like, I just want to see what the hell you're doing here. And so I would, um, I I got sent some some of his inks re- fairly early on, and, or but it would be kind of he was midway doing it, like, I'm working on this page, but I'm not done with it. Yeah, and you were posting some of those on Facebook. Yeah, I posted yeah. some of it. Um but at this point, it's it's far enough in it where it's just like uh, you'll see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think the the art collaboration is it's really cool to see. I mean, I I do enjoy seeing his inks over your stuff. It brings back some memories and some of the you know Marvel collaborations and stuff like that. And yeah, I, it's, uh, it is it's interesting. It's also just kind of cool to go. Where would he have? Where, what's what would he do with this? And yeah. I'm always curious what the hell it's going to look like when I'm sending it off. Like, is this going to be still be here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, or where, where's this going? Um, and it can, and you can go in in any number of directions with stuff. So it's interesting. The first issue, I think, there was kind of a learning curve with that one, and it seemed kind of spotty. Like there'd be p- places where the inks were where the lines got really thick and there's others where the lines got so skinny that you could barely see them. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think just that first issue, he, he kind of got a pretty good idea of what was going to happen and how it was going to change. Yeah. I, I think it really shines when you get those double page spreads and, you know, I imagine you're giving him more of a, a rougher version and he's just kind of doodling his little, yeah, so I draw the double page spreads um, somewhat bigger than I do the single pages. So my my line is because I'm using the same pen on both. Um, my line is a little thinner on that. So mm-hmm. generally on the spreads, more of what I did ends up being in print. Mm-hmm. Right. Just. Luck of the draw or whatever, but that's how that works. Is he still finishing on a Cintiq? Yeah, it's all on a Cintiq. Okay. So all the original art is entirely my stuff. So it's a little different. And then the covers, I'm doing the same size as I do Savage Dragon covers, so those are all gigantic. <laughs> all twice that. It's cool, and, and FCO's colors are really, they're great. I, I love his stuff. He's, he's good. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just the whole thing. It's it just it's interesting to see a different take on stuff because mm-hmm. at this point I've been working with Nico's long enough that I kind of have an idea of 
of what to expect. And then when you're working with another colorist on something else, you don't really know what they're going to deliver. So it's just interesting to go, oh, okay. The, the one thing I noticed that he seems to do a lot is put, like, blood splatters over top of the line work. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's, like, good or bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> do what you want, guys. How did you How did you prepare for this, I mean, did you go? I don't know if you've been reading Spawn all along, or did you go back and read the past, you know, two hundred plus issues? Or yeah, I don't have the back two hundred plus issues. Um, I've got the real early ones that Todd was drawing, and I've got them up through Angel Angel Medina when he was doing it. I'm mm-hmm. kind of on the book and off the book. It just depend. I'm kind of an art guy. Yeah. So if if art the art I don't like, I I just can't read them. Right. Yeah. So you know there's this there's this period on there where he had somebody else doing the book, and he had some other writer doing the book, which Todd didn't even like. As it turns out, he had oh, wow. <laughs> he backed way the hell off on it, where he was just like, oh, just let this guy do what he does. See what this is all about. And he was <laughs> his toys, and then he. And then he's like, God, these guys don't even, haven't even read my book. You know, like they, they were doing something else entirely on it mm-hmm. and, and had contradicted a bunch of stuff and it didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. So when Todd, Todd came back on it, he was just like, welcome. Just didn't pay any attention to what they they were doing on the book. <laughs> uh, and it was like, all right, well, that's, 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 that's one way of doing it. Okay, sure. And I, I think that run, if I believe it, that was like the one where the art was real photorealistic and real kind of stiff. Yeah, I've, yeah, that. Got to say, I'm not I was not a fan of it. I haven't I haven't read any of them, so I can't comment on the, right. on the story. But I, I just as an art thing, I was just like, I'm, this isn't what I'm into. Right. And then it seemed like he swung like right before your your kind of uh, run on it, he kind of swung the other way, and the artist before you was more of like a. Seemed like a Ryan Otley style almost. Uh, um, it was real kind of. It wasn't. It wasn't that to me. the The last fifty issues from from two hundred to two fifty, I wasn't a fan of that stuff either. So again, it was a situation where I'm like, I'm not really that into this. Yeah, and and then also he had somebody else be Spawn during that time. Right. That was well, yeah, that was with uh, Portacio, right? Had a uh... that was before that. Well, oh, all right. Wilson did it uh, like around one eighty, I think. Because I know when I came on and did that fill in on one ninety nine, that Wilson was off the book yep. by that yep. point. Um, that that was so, new spawn that you that, that you drew in one night. Jim Downing, I think. Yeah, the Jim Jim Downing spawn. Just, I know. I call him White Spawn. Yeah, as well you should. <laughs> Blonde and everything. Yeah, the whole was during his during the white period. <laughs> so, so this whole this whole arc has been just uh, fucking insanely kick ass. I mean, just the action, the visuals. I mean, it's just been like, I don't know, it's felt like five issues of a fight scene. It, it has been. <laughs> it's been fun to work on. And, it, you know, just doing that, the demon stuff, um, it's, it's fun just visually to, to, to draw that sort of thing. And, as, and story-wise, 
what I was afraid of going into it was it's just going to be these two guys slugging it out for five issues in a row. That's that's way too much mm-hmm. um, of the same thing over and over and over again. So just as a guy sitting there plotting it out, I just like, all right, we got to It's got to be switch this thing up constantly. It's got to be this over here and then this over here and then cut back to this and and over here just so it doesn't seem like two dudes in a room doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and then bringing in God, that was me kind of going, hey, let's do it this way. <laughs> so there's a, there's a fair amount of, of back and forth in terms of, you know, what what was going to go on in the book and story-wise where, where things were heading with that. Um, it was, but... It's a it's a definitely weird weird collaboration, um, and too much. I would have liked to have had there be more uh, more stuff where he had written stuff down, and less we're going to mention this on the phone, and then you're going to go and forget it completely. Wow. <laughs> that's 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 sort of the. It's like I need I need a paper trail, man, because email, email. You know, you want something in here specific, and then you're not putting it down on paper, and you're expecting me to remember it. And I got a lot of other stuff that I'm trying to keep track of. That's one thing I do professionally all the time. I, I never never talk over the phone. It's always anything that you want done, put it in email so you can point back to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, and especially when you can get the other guy and just go, look, you said this on this day. Right. Right. It's like, I just, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm a liar. <laughs> Tell you what, though, 262 uh, really, I think, really tied it up pretty well. We were talking about this uh, yesterday, and uh, my personal feeling, I thought it went on a little long with, with uh, the battle and everything. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the artwork. Um but I was a little hesitant of how it was going to end, and there was a lot that happened in the last issue that that I thought you know I thought you guys pulled it off. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was really. There was definitely definitely concerns going into all this. How mm-hmm. how is this going to work? How are we going to pull it off? Um, and the, and there's stuff Todd and I talking back and forth on it, you know. And I'm sitting there going, "Look, man, this has got to be." a definitive ending to mm-hmm. this because what you, what we don't want, you know, cause Todd is going, ah, we've been doing, we've been doing hell stuff forever. Yeah. I want to just have there not be a bunch of hell stuff after this and not have them be tied in with hell constantly. I want to move to the next chapter of this guy. Right. And yeah. I was like, look, man, you can't leave. Cause initially he was like, wanted to just leave Wanda in hell. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that <laughs> right. the readers are going to be going, okay, when's he going back to hell to get, to get Wanda out again? It's going to happen, you know, because you can't just leave her in this terrible place mm-hmm. and expect, you know, even if she's patting him on the back and said, go be the hero that I think you ought to be or whatever. It's like, right. there's just no freaking way. You I'm can so glad that didn't happen. Yeah, I'm super stoked that you've tied this up so well, that you've you've, you've taken Hell and Wanda off the plate, and yeah. the super-powered Spawn, 
and now you've got this clean break to do whatever you want. Yep. <laughs> and really, that's really, I think, I know it's funny to say it, but I mean, I'm just not the biggest Spawn fan, and it's kind of that thing is like 200 issues later, and it's like, oh, Spawn's still fighting the devil, which is just kind of how, I don't yeah. know, it's hard to get enthusiastic when like 200 issues of Dragon fucking a million things have happened and so it's like it's awesome just it really was cool to sort of it did read like closing the book on all that shit you think about spawn and then it really is sort of like damn where can this go next it's exciting yeah well it can go at this point it's like oh it can go anywhere you can yeah. do whatever the hell you want to with it i I, we, I personally found it interesting that 258 issues on spawn is still hung up on wanda <laughs> and that was like the first thing in the first issue that like caused everything to start rolling. Yeah, it's like, dude, come on, get over. <laughs> well, we are. I just remember, you know, well, yesterday we were talking about this and how excited we are for this new direction. I, I, I think I'm echoing everyone else here. Like, I, I kind of picked up Spawn here and there, depend on. I think, like you said, Eric, who, who was on the art, and if a certain issue grabbed me, and really there hasn't been a, an issue that grabbed me. I picked it up when I was a young kid in in the '90s, and then I think I picked up your issue. I picked up uh, Portacio's issues because I wanted to see what he was going to do, and then and I didn't last more than like you know five or ten issues on each, and I'm just. <laughs> super excited to see this new direction it looks like you're bringing back his old costume it, it kind of echoes back to the past but yet it's got this you know whole different thing yeah, going i on. wanted to get rid of that uh big fucking you got rid of the boot you're the national boot. hero eric <laughs> the boot was just like damn man is this kind of skiing accident or something what the <laughs> hell <laughs> just, Everyone hated the boot. I've never met anyone who's like, "Hey, man, that boot kicks ass." Yeah, that that the cool boot that he's got. Can't believe you're getting rid of the boot. It's so awesome. Doesn't it have like yeah, ties to like Angelina, and like uh, who? The, whoever A Angela, Angela, whatever she's called. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just a stylistic thing, and it's know. just at, at one point it was it's like, oh, I know. Characters getting new costumes is a big deal, so let's do that. It's just, yeah. eh, dude, you already played that one. Is is the mouth going away? Can the mouth is mouth? gone. <laughs> Sword's gone, too. The Swords mouth is gone. Him. The tongue is gone. And it, and it seems like, so if, I mean, I don't know if you want to let this out or anything, but it looks like he's got a little kind of uh, piece of uh, chain, and that's what he's going to hold on to to change into his suit or something? Is that well, kind of... I mean, it's it's essentially a, a he he kept a bit of the costume, so he's still got he'll he'll still have a costume basically. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, the short, so he shortest doesn't... chain attack of all time. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's not like does he need to hold on to that little bit to change like kind of like Green Lantern's ring or something like that? Or um, I mean, it it can change into whatever. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's. When he comes out of hell, he's wearing ripped underpants. So, mm -hmm. at least he was when I drew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. You know, be a big surprise. The pouches better remain. I want pouches. <laughs> so that guy can do whatever he wants. <laughs> and I, and I guess that's the thing of it, though. I mean, it is McFarlane's creation. So I mean, yeah. I, it's I mean, it, I can... it's just very different kind of collaboration than i'm used to 
Yeah. Is it, is it in terms of Marvel and stuff when I was working there, it would be, you know, we're, we're hiring you because we want you to be writing this thing. Whereas working with Todd, it's like, yeah, it's still going to be me doing the final say on this and I'm going to make some changes. It's Mm -hmm. like, Holy crap, man! Are you ever? It's like you. There's more, more writing corrections on a page than there was in the rest of my career put together. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like seems that's crazy. I wonder if this is how he like, you know, handles all of his artists previously. You know, well, I think that's probably writers. why there hasn't been writers that have stayed on for a long time because yeah. invariably they go, why? Why am I here? why don't you just do this yourself and and you know and i don't know maybe todd just doesn't want to let it go or or whatever it's it's kind of it is does seems kind of a strange way of doing things but you know it's resulted in comics that people seem to seem to respond to in some way or another so what the hell how how have you found uh if you have feedback from uh Kind of the typical Spawn fan. I mean, as us, we're Dragon fans. You know we like your stuff. We're going to like it. I pretty much think we're going to, you know, it's a yeah. given. But how are the Spawn I, fans? All know is that sales have got, are, are on the upswing. Um, but in terms of, I don't get any mail. It's not, I don't get, it's not, I'm I'm not part of, of that Yeah. That thing. So I, I don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, okay. Because it is kind of a, a big kind of shot it's, and especially with this new direction it seems like with with the solicitations it's becoming more of a kind of like a superhero comic in a way i mean you're getting your yeah kind of- well there's definitely that i mean i'm i'm tossing in all kinds of supervillains doing supervillainy stuff so there you go yeah. <laughs> you know it's like this isn't this isn't what it had been and also it's like um as soon as we're out of there it's not four and five part stories anymore. It's like, let's do a bunch of one part stories where we just get this character in, get him established. Next guy, bring them in, get that established. next one. How is that with McFarlane? I mean, this is a huge radical change. Like, and I mean, with your talks with him and I, we've seen the solicitations. I mean, there's going to be drag Malcolm's going to be in the book. So it's going to be like an, you know, image universe kind of crossover. Has he been pretty acceptable to, I mean, obviously, it's been all right, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? I mean, I the thing is, I'm kind of on here just to establish just the general, okay, this is this is where I think he ought to be. This is where I think he ought to be. You know, his home life should be this. He goes here and does that. And it just, I don't, I'm not sitting here going, this is a book I'm going to be doing forever. Right. It's kind of. And that's what I thought I was doing on uh, Supreme is just kind of going, look, this is where this is where all the pieces are. Take it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then and then nobody took it, uh, at least on Spawn. Yeah, you'll know. It will a pretty go good on. idea that that, you know, once I'm off, it'll continue. Unless so, you do absolutely horrible and tank the whole. Yeah. Unless I tank it. <laughs> that hasn't been happening. You know, if that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was and, the plan. It's it's failing. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, we're stoked for some of those future issues just by the covers. Some of the villains that you're introducing, it's it's pretty neat. Um, Spider King uh, like, looks badass. Yeah. The big the mummy guy. What was his name? Uh, 
You look neat. You know, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm right. You know, I'm looking forward to it. And then, uh, you know, onward and upward kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I do. Uh, I did bring up to uh, Raven yesterday that the little kind of touch up you did with uh, Al's kind of hairline to make the little devil horns that was deliberate, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's so it's neat. So it, oh, I I just thought you know if we're gonna it, it's what I look for when I'm drawing characters and in character design in general is having there be some kind of a visual hook mm-hmm. where you can see their silhouette or you can see something about them. You go. Oh, I immediately know which character we're talking about. Yeah. And the problem with having your lead character simply be, oh, he's a handsome black guy. It's like, that's really not enough. Yeah, yeah. It's a lost art. I mean, you see that in a lot of the older comics and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like, you know, Clark Kent would have his hair back and you would you would wear the same suit every goddamn month. <laughs> Billy Batson had three curls of hair across his forehead, and he wore that red pullover forever. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those characters would have common colors, even you know, where it's just like I'm constantly wearing a blue suit with my yellow sweater vest, and Sandman with his green uh, shirt, yeah. and you just would immediately go, "Oh, okay, I know who that is. That character's got that." distinctive haircut. If his shadow's falling on the wall, he's gonna. Have, he has a distinctive shape of him i mean spawn doesn't yeah. have that other than when he's in costume he can he does but i mean that's well, true i mean you gotta lo- try and do that i yeah think. yeah i mean it's true though there, there's a lot of those it's just a lost art i mean guys like reed richards with a little gray on the side or norman uh, osborne and stuff you just it, you don't see characters that you know distinct anymore yeah well, there, I mean, you can fall into that thing of just having everybody have the Steve Rogers comb over, where they where they just they just look the same. You know, there was this scene at one point where you had Steve Rogers and Hawkeye and some other blonde guy, and we're all just hanging out talking with one another, and it's like <laughs> it's not enough here to really differentiate <laughs> three dudes. You know, I think Henry Pym was the other one. It's like. Yeah, he's your three clean-shaven, handsome blonde guys with giant square jaws all hanging out together. That's just <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> like Hitler's dream. Yeah. <laughs> the Al cool. Simmons devil horns were—they were a nice touch. I thought—I thought I was reading too much into it, and Craig was like, "No, nah, that was intentional." I was like, "Damn, it's good. It's good stuff. It's smart." Good. Hopefully, it stays. Yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, because it's it can it can go anywhere when you get when you when you get the next guy too, you know, yeah. and just decide. Well, my version of this guy is is like this, and it's like, well, whatever, you know. But I I keep trying to 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 have these conversations with people where you go, you know, even if you're not drawing in my style, I don't expect you to draw in my style. It should at least seem like you're. We're both trying to draw the same dude. Yeah. You know? yeah. Nobody's sitting there going, "Well, what? My Barack Obama's fat. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's my style. It's like, no, you, you know, you can't have a huge muscular Barack Obama or, or a huge fat Barack Obama. We're drawing the same dude here. Well, that <laughs> happens all the time with Dragon when people draw him. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like now that Dragon doesn't have his powers, he finally looks like the way other people have been drawing him. 
it's so true though. <laughs> so I think we've uh well, you know, one thing with, with Spawn, I mean how, how far should we expect you to, to go on that? I I've, you know do you think you're gonna be going further than what you've solicited or you know, less than that? Um, or? I don't expect that it'll be a, a, a huge long run. You know, yeah. I kind of came into it going, you know, give me a, give me a year on it and yeah. see how long I can stand it kind of thing. But right. I'm definitely, I'm sitting there, you know, planning for what's after it. And if things are going swimmingly on it, we'll keep going a while longer. And if, you know, it's a huge pain in the ass, then it's like, all right, we don't, we don't have to do, do this forever. That's so it's just going to depend on on the way it rolls out. But in in the meantime, that's not keeping me from uh, making ant plans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And you have like what f- at least five more issues solicited or covers, kind of of Spawn that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. At this at this point, I've drawn covers up through two sixty six, I think. Wow! Wow! So, and 262 is the new issue. So, yeah, there's a, there's a few. And so you're, you're, right now you're cranking out two full comics a month. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is at the same time, you know, the Spawn stuff, because it's being drawn uh, standard comic book size and not twice up, Mm-hmm. Um, and because I'm doing it uh, with a like a, that open style, it just goes somewhat faster. So, but I mean, I, if, I mean, really, if you just go by the the number of days in a month, it's like there's there's you know generally thirty days in a month. Yeah, that, that just means in ten of those days, if you're working every goddamn day, um, you know, ten of those days you have to do two pages a day. Yeah, like yeah, that's, it's that's not impossible by any stretch of the imagination, you know. And no, I've, but, I've had spawn days where I've done five pages, so it's like, all right, that makes things go a little quicker. Yeah, no, it, but it's intense though because you're you're writing both pretty much, or at least yeah, you know, yeah. So you, you've you've got to come up with your story too in that time, and I mean, I, it just seems like it's you know. In days of old, I know Jack Kirby was pumping them out, yeah. but these days, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're lucky if you get somebody to write and draw and, and get six issues a year. So it's, it's you know, hats off to you. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I saw somebody who was like, I don't know of anyone else matching your productivity. And I tried to think when I saw that, and I was like, no, who the hell else? <laughs> like, I really can't think okay. of anyone. <laughs> or am I just not thinking hard enough? I don't know. I, I, I know. I know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I don't, I'm not seeing everything, so I don't, I don't know. I know yeah. Mark Bagley's capable of going pretty quickly, yeah, yeah. To, just as a pencil guy. But he's, you know, I mean, it's just different situation because I'm inking stuff too and I'm scripting it. So, but it is pretty wild to think, you know, back in the you know '60s or '70s, you had, you know, that seemed like more the norm, you know, for for some of those guys that that could do that. And now it's like well, it was, it was, you're the only one left. <laughs> that was the job, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's weird, but and there's there's a lot more distractions now, and there's a lot more stuff that people are going. Well, part of my job is being on Twitter and and responding <laughs> to people and doing this and that. And so, well, it's yeah, but think, an awful lot of time. 
but there's also things now, you know, you would think maybe people could pump them out faster. You, you got email, you can, you know, email a page and digitally ink it and not wait for mail. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. And I think, you know, it's who says, of... who says Twitter's part of my job. That's a, that's a, that's a load of horse shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could do that from your phone on the toilet. That's, that's come on. Come on. Yeah. Get it done, so, guys. So I, I've got one. I, I've got a spawn question, really quick. Mm-hmm. Is was that octopus in that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. Okay. Are there? So, so we saw octopus. We saw God, which was kind of a nod yeah. to the Savage Dragon God. Yeah. Are there? Are there that I traced off too. Yeah, it looked kind of looked like you. Because <laughs> you you wanted to look as much like the original as possible. Yeah. Because that was yeah. the whole point. Yeah, and that's I was neat stoked for... to see God. Yeah. Did uh, is, was, was there, there any Easter stuff? There was not. I, I don't can't recall there being anything else where I stuck anything in. I mean, John Day was in was in the first issue. Was just one of the dudes, but it's like that just seemed weird to have a guy with glasses and a suit hanging out <laughs> in, in in subsequent issues. So it's like, all right, I'll just have it. He was probably like a lawyer in hell, you know. <laughs> Todd Pye was ab- sticking your David in there. I was, like, oh, I was actually supposed to be that. <laughs> uh, I actually, after I saw the octopus character, I think I looked at every single like demon and tried to be like, "Is that this guy that died in Savage Dragon? Is that this guy?" But no. <laughs> did you make up um like lust and greed and those dudes or were those previous spawn characters uh the, there was some hellion there was like hellion there was a couple that were that were that were taught hellion is mine i think lust was previous because she said something about getting her hand taken off yeah that one was that one was in the just the very previous run and she had some big dopey dude that was that was her friend or minion or whatever the hell he, hell he was so he was shoved in there I don't have the issue in front of me or I'd yeah. go this guy, this guy, this guy but uh, I think mostly that was, was me using guys that had been in there I mean Helen was really the the only one that was really like, okay, this is completely me. Yeah. Too, too bad yeah. we were confused that he was Satan for a while there. No. Oh, <laughs> I think that was a fountainhead moment, though, Jim. I don't <laughs> It was. I went back and read it today. It read pretty clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read the new issue yet, so... I'm not sure what, what goes on. <laughs> so... Shall we move on to Savage Dragon? Because we had a lot to talk about. Is a lot, um, this is a big, just, big deal. Yeah, I wanted to real quick just go over. So we last talked with Eric about 204 back last summer. So I just want to go real quick, a sentence about um, each kind of arc since then, uh, just because it's pretty amazing. So from issue 205 to 206, we had Malcolm's prom and his high school graduation. From 207 to 208 is one of the coolest arcs in the book. It was uh, 
the angel dragon and glum kind of revisitation with yeah. lots of death. You know, angel one of, <laughs> angel dies, Rex dies. Uh, yeah, Glum is captured. Uh, we find out that Angel Murphy's mom, uh, Jennifer, is alive. Uh, two hundred nine and two ten. Uh, Malcolm and Maxine get hitched, and they go on a honeymoon. And Tierra is killed by uh, the birth of Dragon's baby. And then 211, 212, Dragon joins the force and Maxine goes into labor and he's going to have a kid. And the thing I was telling the guys before we recorded is more happens in one year of Savage Dragon than in 50 years of a Marvel comic. <laughs> I mean, look at look at Spider-Man, you know. I mean, how long did it take him to get through high school, college? His girlfriend died and he got married. That was like in 50 years and that just happened in like seven issues of Dragon right there. It's pretty amazing. But what a year. Oh, it's crazy as shit when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of it was, I, I got to get this done before whatever, whatever. And just lining it all up. I mean, they, Malcolm and Maxine had, had sort of been committed early on when, when he was still in high school, he was, I think probably a sophomore in high school. She was giving him the, my parents said, you'd never marry me. And he's like, I'll totally marry you, sort of thing. So it's like, <laughs> all right, well, that's as close as we got to a proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like, you know, this is it's it's kind of inevitable anyway to, to go with this. So, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Um, Tell you, 207 and 208 is some of the best Savage Dragon comics. <laughs> that... that Hey, that's got to be the most craziest superhero sex scene ever. <laughs> do you ever just draw this and just kind of like kind of hide it while you draw? I know you do draw in co- coffee shops. Do you ever just yeah? Kinda... <laughs> it does look awkward at times. You just have to be strategic about it. Okay, where where am I working on this particular page? And jeez, uh, all right, just keep ruin on a pile of corpses. This one from the kids, kind of thing. <laughs> me and Jim were saying it was like we wondered you know the whole what 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 like uh like was there some gullible sap who before that page flip was like wow somebody's really taking a pounding <laughs> <laughs> yes they are <laughs> some gullible some gullible like fool because as soon as I read it my mind's in the gutter as soon as I read it I was like oh <laughs> like instantly knew all right well Pile of corpses still shocked the shit out of me, but everything else, I was, I was like, oh shit, this is happening. I knew, but at the same time, I was completely shocked and surprised. And <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I had to look both ways before I flipped the page. <laughs> okay, who's in the room? Is your does your wife ever walk by and just be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um. No, not a lot. No, she doesn't really pay that much attention, which is kind of cool. You know? <laughs> I mean, I used to, I used to have relatives who kind of paid attention to what I was doing over here, and it's like, yeah, I like it a lot better when you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feel like I can just do whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, I got. It. I had, I had a coworker. I, I had that issue at work. And I wasn't even thinking. It was just laying out. And he takes his lunch break, and he's flipping through it. <laughs> so this is the first he's ever seen. And he's like, looks at me, and he's like, my God. I was like, it's a good book. You should, you should read it. 
<laughs> it was his first his first exposure or anything. He was like, "What are you reading?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, it's not usually alien midget sex." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was awesome though. It, it was so cool. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> it it was such a great two kind of issue arc that uh, kind of just dealt a lot a lot of surprises. Uh, yeah, it was no, a little. It was a little weird. I was kind of, I was kind of apprehensive going into it because, you know, when I solicited it, the thought was, well, there's, there's going to be a fight, and then, and then it's going to, that fight is going to continue. It, what I wasn't thinking, I'm just going to do a whole issue set entirely in Dimension X, and. There, and Malcolm's only appearance is going to be on the last page, which is essentially this, uh, you know, the cover revisited. So that was that was a little like, oh, geez, how is this going to go over with with people in gen- general? You know, if you're a reader of the book, geez, you just gave this book to this guy. He just started starring in it, and you've already got an issue where he's not in it at all. The hell, man. Yeah, but I, I think the Angel Glum dynamic was something that a lot of people were interested in. You had the backup stories uh, in uh, 200, and uh, yeah, I think also the kind of someone did a story in the Twisted uh, Dragon Funnies. I think that was was that was that where it was about yeah. their kind of relationship, and that was kind of intriguing and interesting. Even though I don't know if it was in canon or not, but <laughs> yeah, I never, you know, I don't it, think it's canon, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was still, it's still cool. It's like, you know, what the hell are they doing in Dimension X? You know, they're, she's in a relationship with this little tiny little dictator guy. and Yeah, well, and also you don't really know what is the extent of their relationship. And right, right. Kind of was the we do now. We, <laughs> that we saw that at all. It was like, oh, okay. Malcolm Shit. called it. I don't know. <laughs> Dimension X is such a cool place. I love you know that those stories i love the awesome eater it's such a cool visual uh, it was neat to have him back that creature back and even well, uh what I, I will say this that that we're not done with dimension x so oh there, yeah there will, there will be more of course there's the mother of all like you know uh plot threads just uh sitting in a tube in dimension yeah, x that's true that's so true. never well, forgotten that and the, the cool thing about that story is that, you know, you had the deaths, but I think the, the most intriguing thing is that you've made Glum super pissed off. Like, he's, <laughs> you know, you've just killed the only thing that he cares for. He's going to be an insanely evil villain, at least in my mind, when he when he's finally free. Well, you know? are we going to get a trial of Glum? <laughs> um. It'll be touched on. It's not going to be like the Trial of Dragon, where where, where I did a, tr- a a real trial. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like uh, that. It's just it's just way more. It bogs it down a little bit. Yeah, it bogs it down, and and it's like he's he, he is a villain. He's not he's not the main guy. And how much of that do we want to have in there? And I mean, I, I would suppose both Dragon and. And Malcolm would have to uh, show up and testify. Yeah. So there's a there's a bit of that. Uh, and so really, I don't. How, how does he get a fair trial? That's given true. that he took over the 
fucking world. And then, you know, it's like, uh, Also, he's not American. Yeah. But <laughs> what, are you going to deport him? <laughs> Back to Dimension they, they X. All, the Hague. Were, Send him to the Hague. They went there to get him, so, <laughs> you know, they, they, they wanted him out of there so they could bring him to justice. He's in Stronghold? I would assume so. Okay. Um, he's he. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's not. He's not super powerful in terms of his just physical ability. I mean, we uh, had him in that issue where he and Dragon. Well, he and Dragon fought in jail, and it's like, and he didn't win. So and Dragon was you know, but, but you can't really toss a guy like that in the general population prison either. Just uh, just because he's an alien. Yeah, I would, you. <laughs> I would think. I mean, maybe he's, I, I mean, we haven't seen him. We haven't flashed on that, so I guess that's yeah. put that on the to-do list. I, and so I do want to see him in an orange jumpsuit, though. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does have an orange jumpsuit in 208. He's in jail. Oh. Yeah, he's in jail, so he's got the he's got the jumpsuit going on for sure. Rocking that. <laughs> and so the the Jennifer. Is, so did Glum steal that from Dark Lord, or is that what was implied uh, presumably, there? Presumably Dark Lord's got uh, stuff that's going into and out of. Dimension X is sort of this portal thing that people kind of use as a, as a super highway of getting from one place to another in a, in a kind of cheap and easy way. Yeah. You can hop between um, dimensions, but not time. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we, I can just store a bunch of people over here in Dimension X, and fuck, who's going to discover that? And then when your Earth blows up, you, you're still okay. You're all right. So did they break into Dark Lord's base, or is that in their, in Glum's headquarters or whatever? I would, uh, we're in, in 208? Yeah, at the end with the, yeah, with the little toad. the end guy. where... Yeah. yeah, that's that's not Dark Lord's base. That's, he, he took her. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So... Yeah. And just to clarify, that's the mother of the angel that's still alive. Yes. Gotcha. So and that angel is the one Jen- from... That is Jennifer Murphy as opposed to Jennifer Dragon. So that's the one we... Well, wait, that's the one we last saw in, like, issue 74, right? Be- fighting Dragon? Yes. Yes. She, I, 75 would be the last issue. 75, right. Cool, cool. So. Yeah, so that was major. That a lot <laughs> happened in those few issues, which are yeah. just mind blowing. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing is like it's just like one like crazy like you know status quo shake up after another. I, I do I, I do got to wonder what her presence would like how that would shake the book up. It's kind of interesting because it is kind of well, she's got superpowers and he does. That's true. At this point, plus you know? he also married her doppelganger. That's got to be awkward. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but at least you know, shows some commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with your twin this sister, is, baby. This is how desperate I was. <laughs> <laughs> and after all that, we got the kind of uh, the settle down issue, the the marriage issue, which I think this is like your third wedding issue in Savage Dragon. But they're they're always neat to see the cast interactions. Yeah, well, that that too was like. Um, I don't know that I've done a full wedding that was like a real full wedding, like but the whole whole issue stuff that happens in in a wedding. I mean, it, there's 
there's certainly more to it than that, and more words are actually said. There's there's you know vowels are longer and more complex and all that sort of stuff. Fewer fight scenes. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean there was no there was no fight scene in the in the issue at all. Um, That's true. Is that yeah? Just there was like no... this is just a straight up wedding and the the intrigues of being at a wedding. You know, kept waiting for the other shoe to drop on the Maxine's parents, like hiring like the dragon slayers out of storage. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even it's... talk. Yeah, is I mean, this... part of it is like ah, they're they're still normal people, yeah. you know. It's like, they, would would normal people be hiring somebody, some fucking super powered hitman? It's like ah, no, probably not. Yeah, probably not. It was. I mean, there that was just kind of me doing my and Janie and my getting married. <laughs> I mean, her, her parents were not too into into the idea of me being part of the picture and then it was like well you know once once kids showed up then it was like fuck we're accepting (laughs) (laughs) what are we gonna do about this (laughs) guess this makes it real yeah (laughs) he does what he draws cartoons for a living (laughs) Uh, we thought he wasn't ever gonna pop the question I have no idea that this is gonna it would come to this (laughs) Oh well. Sorry to disappoint, folks. Is is two oh nine the first issue of Savage Dragon where there isn't a fight in it? Um, no, I don't recall. Another one, twenty seven. Really? Twenty seven didn't have it, but that was the one where uh, uh, um, Rapture proposed to Dragon, and there was no uh, there was no fight in there. Uh, the only thing was that. She's uh, what's his uh, Chelsea Nirvana slapped her dad who was in in the hospital bed. That was the only there was the only action in there, but that was I wouldn't call that a fight. I love how you can remember all this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know you wrote it, but <laughs> I was like, holy shit, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long ago has that been? That's nuts. That was a, that was a long time ago, but it was. I mean, it's a, kind of an exception because it. Because there was no fight in it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, gotta, I love the Thunderhead character. I love the fact that he kind of fills the void of a roughneck in a way to speak because he's like a good roughneck. Because roughneck was the kind of character that he was always trying to do like just normal things and just being a freak kind of got in the way and he was always reminded that he was a freak. And you kind of have that with Thunderhead in a way. He's always just trying to be a normal guy, but he's got a skull for a face. <laughs> and I just love how everyone's like, "Oh, looking good, Kevin. You clean up well." And it's like, he's got a skull for a face, but you got know, no lips. chicks love him. <laughs> the no lips part has got to be the worst part. Well, he's he's got his dad's deal, where his where he basically has invisible skin. Oh, so he yeah, does so you have just can't see it. He has invisible lips. Oh, that's not right. so bad then. He, it yeah, because otherwise, it's like he wouldn't be able to pronounce. Certain words, <laughs> anything, which is <laughs> you know, because you need need lips to do some of that stuff. Well, that's not so bad, then. You should put yeah. Lips I mean, why there would be perfect cartoon lightning bolts on his head, on his skull. Yeah, on his skull is like ah, that's coincidence. It's not pro- probably not strict realism going on here. Because but, comics. Because yeah, whatever. Because what it looks want? good. What do you want from me? <laughs> I love how uh, Super Patriot just keeps his mask on through the whole wedding. 
<laughs> mask off. <laughs> uh, he doesn't show good. people he's all tearing up. <laughs> what, un- under his ocular implants? <laughs> he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so touching and so beautiful. Yeah, he actually looks pretty, you know, good without a mask on. So it is kind of surprising that he did keep it on, keeps it on so much. <laughs> Probably me just fucking up. Yeah. You know, it, it, it happens so frequently. It's like, did he? We don't show him eating, so. <laughs> you got to constantly tease us with these Johnson twins. Oh, you need yeah. to know their deal. 20 years. <laughs> One, one's ugly and one's not. Hell no. Oh, he's kind of growing into his ugliness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got to be okay with it. He's been ugly his whole life. Yeah, what am I going to do? Uglies Unlimited. Well, some of that stuff, too, you got to wonder, like, how, like, what's the reaction to widows' kids when they're walking around? They got no eyes, no noses. Although in comic book terms, they're kind of cute. In reality terms, they would be like, what the (laughs) The fuck? You know, it's like (laughs) looking, seeing a burn victim or something. You just like, look away. You're so scary, but I don't wonder what their their skin texture on their faces actually is. Probably not pleasant. I just yeah. I, I picture the Savage Dragon universe like at least Chicago with just tons of freaks anyway, so people are just kind of used to it by now. Eh, here goes another one, just like the yeah. other. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always kind of thought of them as cute. I mean, they seem like cute. Yeah, like a, a cute big-eyed appearance. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, if you're sitting there, if, if any of this, if, if you're like, okay, we're going to make the movie now, it's like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to look fucked up. You're going to CG <laughs> your nose off. I hope you're okay with that. Yeah, well. <laughs> or for Voldemort. Fucking. Yeah, that's the thing. They have, like, Voldemort faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, he was no charmer. <laughs> Ladies, how about it? Yeah. <laughs> the baby punching through the stomach. Oh, shit. That oh. was classic Savage Dragon. Oh. How fun. How cool is that? Those two pages where the baby's just dragging the corpse behind it. That Holy was crap. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm just in my head making the sound of her body slumping down the stairway as the baby's crawling. I just like doing that kind of page before where it's just like. you. Just trying to make people go, okay, okay, the scene is over and we're moving on. You know, it's like, oh, she's there. She's depressed. She's she's just sitting there by herself. You know, you kind of expect like, okay, we're leaving this now. We just got that page, which just showed what she was up to. And instead it's like, oh, no, no, we're picking right up from that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy, what the hell? That is fucked up, dude. Seriously, though, like just the the two pages, the way I don't know, the way you put the panels together, how it flowed, it just is so gross and awesome. It's like, (laughs) you sure you haven't seen this in real life before or something? It's just (laughs) insane. Like even the the second to last panel where you just see it kind of like the umbilical cord finally breaks off. It's just so gross and cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because like people are like, oh, my God, Red Wedding, Game of Thrones. And I YouTube it and I was like, this is nothing. (laughs) I've seen babies drag their dead mothers by their umbilical cords like this is nothing. 
the cool yeah. thing about Savage Dragon is this isn't the first time we've seen like a baby swinging around on an umbilical cord or something, you know? Like, really? <laughs> These ones, don't, this ones don't even fly. <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> I've seen things. Fun times. So two thirteen. I mean. Talk about like things happening issue. A missed opportunity yeah. to have a dragon fin with hair. <laughs> that would look horrible. There's, there was some there was some fun fun times we had there. It was like, uh, what am I doing? But I kind of I, I did want to do that the, the that little fake out. I don't know if you actually listened to our show. I wouldn't expect you to. But me and Raven were the ones who reviewed the previous issue, <laughs> and we both predicted. I predicted. It's going to be a girl, and he predicted – what did you predict? I said it's going to be a human. It's going to be human. So we were both <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was funny because, like, the things I said were, like, damn near, like, what Angel – I was like, oh, my God, what if Maxine's a slut? And it was one of the Chinese boyfriends, and it was like <laughs> – when, when, when we got the issue, I was like, <gasps> I was like, Jim, <laughs> we were both right. Well, what about before that when we were looking at the free comic book day issue and then we were comparing it to 211 and we were looking at the color of the babies changed? Like you changed the color of the two babies from like just the kind of a brighter green to like one bright and one kind of like the olive green. And we're like, that's got to be, you know, one's got to be <laughs> Tierra's and one's yeah. got to be Angel's. Uh, but- but then I'm looking at the other babies in that picture, and they're all different colors. Yeah, yeah, it was like... Yeah, it was, that's something I should have done when I had that room that room full of them, is I really should have made it, like, crystal clear that, no, no, they, they can be any number of colors because they're they're working on them, you know? Yeah, right? yeah. They're making sure that we, we've, we've got all the different kinds, kinds of people that were there, and we're using... You know, frozen this and frozen that, and just trying to. I mean, they're they're trying to put their race back together. Yeah, you gotta, they're not you sitting there going, you know, let's make this like hillbillies. Yeah, you know, you gotta have a lot of genetics. They gotta them. have a variety of the different things that are there because yeah. they they need to be able to be breeding with each other, presumably later on. You know, otherwise. That'll, that'll really be the end of it all. But Just have their eyes real close together. Yeah, they'll be all <laughs> dead. <laughs> they, they all look like Mark Johnson. <laughs> Peter, Peter, I guess it is, right? Peter Johnson. They're all albino. <laughs> eyes on the same side of their head. <laughs> Should have thought this through. So... You're like Paul Dragon back in the day. I know you had him have a lot of kids, and so not, it seems like actually this. Yeah, he did. Right, he had three. Oh, was it three? I feel, I feel like you talked a, about. Well, more Angel was Angel was was his kid too. Okay. She was no, she was human. Four. Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah. There was there was there was a bunch, but the thing was that at that point, um, too, is that uh, that's. Dragon then was was uh, William Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So his kids didn't have fins. Gotcha. None of his, none of his kids. They all they all just look human. So Angel was, you know, 
the same as anybody else. And and those kids, I don't know if they were Mark and Peter after Dad. Do you kind of wish that you had Dragon have more kids? I mean, he kind of did in a way. He had a lot. He had Malcolm. He had Krull. He had, if you want to count the Johnson twins, kind of in a way. Yeah. And weird, Barry, yeah. which is kind of his alternate version. But um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good. You know, it's a, at this point, it's like you know, time to pass the torch and have yeah. them together. And 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 we can always treat this fucking room full of kids as though some of them are his if we wanted to. Right, right, right. You know, even though they don't have powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, kind of thing. <laughs> does does. What am I trying to say? Barry does though, but that's because his mom was super popular. Barry, da- Barry does, but, but his his drag his dad is the 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 other dark dragon. Dragon, he's dark dragon. And he was negated. That dark dragon had his. He was negated at that point. Yes. Right? So he doesn't yes. have he doesn't have dragon's healing ability, but he's still strong and stuff. So it's like all right, what whatever. <laughs> you got some of that stuff somewhere. And then, like, so Malcolm's kids are still the chosen one, but I'm assuming we'll find out why, how he had a girl or something will come up. I right? might just, weird. you know, you just think it's so diluted at this point where, where you know, he's half, he's gotcha. half dragon, and then by the time it gets to the next one, it's like you're just a quarter of it. Uh, quarter dragon at this point so it's like how, how much is is still going to be there how much is it did, did it get screwed up because malcolm and was part of the mix and and his mom had superpowers and it's like at, at what point does it just get too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing you know gotcha i mean however tiana's Tiana's uh, Tiara. Tiara, I'm sorry. Tiara's baby came out Krillian-like, and yeah. Maxine's came out human-like. So there's, yeah. There's I mean, it's it's. I mean, and then Angels is, and they they just that was just kind of a weird one too. <laughs> I mean, it's all yeah. They just recovered it as a zygote or something. It's like I got I got to ask about that. So did it go through the incinerator, or did it somehow escape before that point? Because that's a pretty robust baby. That is a, a damn robust baby. Um, <laughs> we that is that's undisclosed as to as to what went on there. Okay. Um, but certainly somebody behind the scenes in the, that process, yeah, was like, the, there, hey, we can do something with this. <laughs> the, there is an unanswered. There is there is an unanswered question about how why Fountainhead had both of these kids. So I guess that's to be revealed at a later date. I miss. I would have. Yeah, yeah. It's tied in with Dart somehow because now they've got the kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, now Dart's just like I. I gotta get some of this stuff because, I mean, this is this is the future right here. You know, I mean, baby crazy. It's like, geez, if if we're gonna if if this is gonna be around for, for successive generations, um, you know, I I want to make sure that I've got mine. She, well, and then she's she's betting uh, little Barry there. So yeah. what's going on there? How old, how old is Barry? 
oh, he's fucking not old at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty much Michael Jackson situation right there. Wow. Me and Jim checked the wiki. Pretty sure he's like nine or something. Holy crap! Yeah, he'd be like nine. Yeah, I'm pretty we'll, sure. We'll just we'll just assume that his mother's it, side accelerates aging. But the thing is, right now, the where where the book is, the book's about a year behind where it should be time wise. Uh, just because of fucking everything that's that's gone on. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite a, it's not quite a year behind. But I mean, Malcolm would have graduated uh, a year ago in the spring, but then he's got. Then he gets married and he's got kids. And it's like, I mean, they were, the foursome was like around Christmas of 2015. Or no, 2014, right? I think, so, I don't know. So it's been we a established that it was Christmas time. He's th- throwing the disc into the, into the fireplace. Right. It's like, so in, unless... Unless uh, Maxine got pregnant way later than the rest of them, which maybe she did, um, it's still it's still kind of pushing it, everything up. I mean, she is a full pregnancy is nine months. Yeah, that's September of last year, so it's like shit. <laughs> so that means she's got to get got to get graduate from high school, get married, and start. And go through the police academy and start tossing out kids. Like ah, this real time thing is not working out real well right now. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, you should just go at your regular, go at whatever paces the story requires, and just kind of jump ahead <laughs> when you can. There's going to be a little catching up, but you know, it's like I, I don't know that there's a whole lot of fun to be had when the children are absolute infants. True. So so have to them go kidnapped. From, so it's like if I can if I go if I do a jump there where it's like okay they're going to be at if I decide whatever they're going to be at the facility for the first eight months or something and it's like well I can cover that eight months in one issue and then yeah. you know she's taking them home at the end of it and it's like oh the kids are finally coming home blah 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 and it's like all right have you named them yet <laughs> <laughs> no that's true none of them are named yet. <laughs> you, should, you should have a a, a, a no. contest. <laughs> nah, <that's not> gonna <laughs> we know yeah, that there's a dog. It's like, oh, fuck, how are we going to do this? How is this going to work? <laughs> it is pretty. I, I do like how, like, you know, uh, Maxine and Malcolm, they're young and they kind of are showing how naive they are by taking on these three super powered babies where one just so broke like, someone's finger like two seconds before. And it's like, yeah. And yeah, it's like this broke somebody's finger, and this one clawed out of her mother. Yeah, a while back, you know, it's like it's not. It's like this kid's not gotten less strong since then, and it's crawling at that age. That's that's not right. <laughs> it's true. Having it's just, two normal kids, it's like a nightmare. Just oh, yeah. care of two kids. Never mind three superpowered. Infants. Yeah, no, it's it's like when you have two kids, there's just you're you're fucked because it's like, <laughs> you know it's like one kid. It's like you can hand them back and forth. Yeah, and once you have two, it's like oh man, we're outnumbered. We can't go to the bathroom now. Yeah, but, yeah. So you gotta be you gotta watch two kids 
while I'm in the bathroom, okay? <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, that's that's one thing if it's Malcolm, but if it's Maxine by herself and Malcolm's off kicking double headers ass, it's like, well, how is this going to work? You got to have somebody come over and help watch the kids while you're off pounding the piss out of somebody. You know what this means, though? You need to have a baby's day out issue. <laughs> You already kind of did that with Mighty Man. Uh, yeah, that, that it's like Mighty you. Man. It's like, how are we, we going to make this happen? And then ends up, well, we got to come up with some way of keeping this kid from turning into an adult, at least for a little while. I like uh, Maxine's um, um, padded suit <laughs> for, for the rape, for the rape prevention class. <laughs> what else can she do at that point? It's like, oh, yeah. But uh, Mighty Man, uh, the 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 baby or the kid that's Mighty Man, I forget her name off the top of my head. She'll be old enough. She'll be a teenager eventually, and she could be strong enough to uh, watch the kids. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, Betty Bradford is. Uh, she's like four, right? Yeah, she's pretty. Well, I, I'd have to look back at the issue number, yeah. and do some math, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we put a birth date on on her. We probably should, just so I can keep track of it. <laughs> Damn, my... Yeah, I mean, I can, I can remember some of this stuff. And it's like, it's e- easy with, with Malcolm and, and Angel, just because I just set them around my own children's birthdays. So yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, we can kind of do that. Um, I think Malcolm's... Six or seven months older than Joe is, but it's like, all right, I got a fair idea of how old these guys are at any one, any one time. But you start tossing in so many other characters, it just does get a little bit kind of crazy. And then, yeah. and you know, and especially when you go, oh, that's an adult character, but that adult character hasn't been in the book in twenty years. So <laughs> if you want to have have him or her look a little different than you did last time out. Yeah. Would you ever entertain a time jump all uh Walking Dead or Invincible? What where it's where it's a big time skips jump? ahead where like, it's like five years five. later. Yeah, I don't know about that. That might be a little I mean it's only right now I'm I'm so it's so regular it's so much on the calendar anyway. You know, am I gonna Hey, gosh, it's sure great having this guy as the president when I don't even know who it's going to be yet, you know? There's <laughs> certain yeah. things you like, I can't, I can't really predict the future. Yeah, you could never do that again. You could never, like, put a president or anything in there. Yeah, I mean, really the only thing I could do would just be, oh, I'm going to stall the book for a while. Now I've got to do some catching up. Yeah, yeah. I've done a little bit of that where I had to catch up, I think, two years at one point. You know, when Dragon was frozen in... in Dimension X. He came out. It's like, oh, you guys have rebuilt a lot of stuff. That's good. Yeah. Yep. The statue <laughs> looks a lot better than the last one. Yeah, that sort of thing. You know, like, I could, I could do that one, but I, I would rather not do those kind of huge jumps like that. But I'm going to have to here pretty quick, just with the, with the kids being born is when they are. And I want to give them an actual birth date, and that actual birth date is going to be in. 2015. There's just no way I can have it take place this year. 
it, it will have had to have happened already. Yeah. So yeah, Barry's even younger. Yeah, Barry's <laughs> younger. It's even more fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that was one of his. When as, as I flipped the page, I was like, "Oh my god, Dart!" Yeah, <laughs> the most depraved. Like, like at first, I was like, eh, "I don't know if Dart's been a very good." No, Dart is batshit. She's been fantastic. She is, she, yeah, <laughs> she really no is idea what she's gonna do. I'm sorry, you're both talking over each other. I just said she really is batshit crazy. She's totally <laughs> insane. She's been fun. It's been a fun, fun book to play with. I mean, it's it's all this stuff. It's like all this stuff is just crap I couldn't do elsewhere. <laughs> you know? I couldn't get away with any of this stuff. Nope. There's none of these kind of characters or relationships or any of this storytelling kind of stuff. You couldn't do this anywhere else except, you know, doing on your own where nobody could get in the way. Yeah, that was literally my thought. Like, both as I saw the baby exploding out of Tierra, as I saw Barry in bed, I was just like, oh, this is Savage Dragon only type Tierra. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how could you do this elsewhere? You, you just, couldn't. You yeah. could. They can't have Spider Woman's butt be on a cover at Marvel. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> Don't even get started with that. the pressure here. It's like, come on. I'm just saying, there's a lot they can't do, there's a lot they cannot do. Well, there's a lot and it gets worse by the day. Do. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and there's a lot they're unwilling to do. They could certainly do it if they if they wanted to, but it's like, oh, we we must please our 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 ten Twitter followers or whatever, you know, our Twitter <laughs> Twitter followers. Yeah, that was the worst. Is just them caving on something little like that, because then you're empowering the 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 trolls essentially you know it's like yeah. really you're That's, making it so that they can have that sense of look we're in control here we're the editors nothing brings me more joy than frank cho's little outrage uh commissions that you see pop up on bleeding cool like every other week do you ever see his commissions yeah it's oh, so good spider gwen going outrage in the background <laughs> Talk about not giving a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, fun issue. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that was actually uh, just a you know little keynote. I mean, like Craig was saying, all this stuff has happened. Really, this issue was just a fantastic issue. I was like, holy shit! Like Every Gavin page. and Adam, Gavin and Adam were like, this, that was yeah, that was a good issue. Crazy shit happened. <laughs> Tantrum for a page, no baby in the gut. Uh, yeah, just, just yeah, let's just just do whatever the hell. Yeah, this it's been a definitely a fun fun time, you know, just to be able to do this stuff and to be able to finally pay off stuff that has been kicking around for a while is is just nice to be able to do that. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> Just a lot. In this past year, though, just so much crazy stuff. I mean, it's just, you've been on fire with with this issue. I've, I've been, I mean, this, uh, this past year, just, I mean, stuff's always, I always enjoy the hell out of the book, but it's like one thing after another. It's just not, it's relentless. It's it's, it's insane, you know, the deaths, the, the things happening, 
I was a little nervous with Malcolm taking over the role and just going back to kind of like a high school thing. Yeah. But but it's like, yeah, that's not going to last. You know, that's the thing. It's set in real time, and suddenly it's like, well, high school's over, and so quick. You know, you're barely aware that it's like I was. I was sitting there going, like, yeah, this kind of sucks because I only got so many issues out of high school. I really didn't get that much out of it that I wanted to be able to get out of it. But yeah. it's like, here's the reality. He's got to graduate here. So, you know, moving on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's to- it's not like the same oh. old recycled thing. You know, we've gone through a lot with Dragon. You've got 200 issues of Dragon or whatever. And it's like, where else can you go? And now it's like all this baby stuff going on. And it's just like, I still have no idea where you're going with any of this. And it's, it's <laughs> awesome. And even too, just the way like Malcolm reacts to situations, like it just feels like a different character. And like yeah. even like the way he's like, no, I'm gonna go with Maxine. This is my baby. And I was like, I don't really think wasn't Dragon like, hey, you gotta have a blood test. Like I'm just saying, it's completely different. Yeah. Dragon would have been way more skeptical. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when she got pregnant, it was like, are you sure it's mine? Yep. You know, yep. and it's like, dude, you never say that to anybody. Right. <laughs> uh, just get that good guy vibe off Malcolm, you know? It's just like, it's funny that, like, people are like, oh, he's a cop just like his dad. He looks just like his dad. I'm like, if you read this book, he is so damn different from his dad. It's crazy. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. And, and when his dad, whenever his dad's in a scene, he just kind of takes over. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> His his personality is so powerful and so different than than Malcolm's that that when he's when he's on screen, it's like, oh man, that guy's a real different guy from from what his dad's been. Does Dragon's personality pull a lot from your personality? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I see. And so, is it hard to kind of? develop a main character like Malcolm whereas you're so used to, like you're almost writing dragon like you would kind of talk or say something and yeah yeah I mean that's if any one of them you just you just do something for a while and they find their own voice yeah Listen, it's it's not a huge long drawn out process I mean the real the real kind of surprise one for me was was Maxine once she started opening her mouth and talking it was like Oh fuck, she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, how come this book can't just be her? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was I was like cuz I I wasn't sure where I was going with with her initially when I had her be his girlfriend. It was like, okay, you know, we tried out Tierra, Tierra didn't quite it didn't quite go the way I was that maybe I thought it should go or could go or whatever. I wasn't quite feeling it with her. And then as soon as Maxine was in there, it was like, why even try somebody else? You know, this one's clearly working uh, on every level. So, you know, it's like I couldn't even find a, a good girlfriend for Dragon after his 20 years. And with, with her, she just, you know, it's like immediately worked. And I was like, all right, never mind. Right, you know, right. I'm not going to play the play the will will they or won't they thing with these guys because it's just it just seems like it works too well. 
Yeah, their yeah. personalities uh, are fantastic. Where it's and it's again, it's like so different from his uh, dad, where like Maxine is almost dominant and he's just like meek, like <laughs> in their relationship. I mean, yeah, it's like all right, fine, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like where where Dragon was a womanizer. Malcolm's even though they've had threesomes and stuff, he's more of a one woman man. You know, it, it was more of Maxine pushing the threesomes and stuff. Yeah. He would have been content with just her. Yeah, let's just do those. Yeah, no, it was, it's been fun. It's been yeah. a good Cool. So can we talk a little bit about the future and talk about uh, Ant and, and some of what's going on in, in that realm there? Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know a huge amount at this point because I'm really just, you know, it's like I plotted out the first issue. I've. I haven't really drawn a lot of it. I haven't really drawn her enough to feel comfortable drawing her right. at this point. You know, it's like I'm still kind of finding how I'm gonna how I'm gonna render her her skin and how, how you know when she's in ant form. Well, I, I have um, a question about that. Was the uh, devil lady from the last issue? Was she like an experiment in like coloring? <laughs> Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah. Um, but I, but I, I stumbled across this um, statue that I really that I liked the way it looks, and so mm-hmm. I've now been sending that out to whoever's coloring ant, going, look, I want it to look like she's made out of poured red plastic, and it's just yeah, it's just shiny, shiny you know? latex. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, for, for the listeners who aren't too familiar with Ant, you bought the character from Mario Gully back yeah. in like 2012. Yeah, that was a little while ago. Are you keeping the origin, or are you changing was, and just using the design? Be an origin ever super nailed down? Okay. Um, he was kind of playing the whole uh, the. Thing where you know how Dragon had didn't, didn't remember anything and all that kind of crap. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of playing that amnesia thing too, where like her mind has been wiped and then it's this and it's that, and it's like oh, and he, over the course of the eleven issues that he worked on, there were five or six different writers involved, and it was such a clusterfuck where you just like, well, what counts and what doesn't count and what matters and what doesn't matter it just seems like you're all over the map with this and you can't really decide what you're going to do you know at one point her her costume she was putting it on with an aerosol can oh it's like (laughs) really you know i mean that's i'm not going to use that (laughs) (laughs) that seems uh cumbersome yeah and it's yeah i mean it's just some of it was was kind of awkward and i don't think I don't think Mario was super happy with, with how it was going. I know that he wasn't really, I don't think he was ever really comfortable writing. And so he was always trying to pull in other people to write it. But then he wasn't finding anybody who did it the way he wanted it done. So it was, it was kind of a mess. So taking it over, um, I'm kind of just going through and going okay, well this part worked and this part didn't um, you know ignore this accent this um, I don't want to say anything that happened in the book didn't happen 
but I'm not necessarily confirming it issue by issue. Wasn't like the original incarnation, like a girl's a little girl's dream. Yeah, well, there's a little girl would would write the adventures of a superhero in her uh, daily diary. Well, there's your out. It was all <laughs> a little girl's dream. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, you know, it's because in in some of the issues, like he had he had Arachnid show up in issue two of his image book. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Dragon showed up. Uh, as did Angel Spawn, and Mr. Right? Plum were, were part of that issue. Um, and Spawn was in an issue. And so it's like, if I have her meet Spawn again, do they know each other? Mm. <laughs> you know? And it's like, ah, how, you know, how, how do you, how are you going to deal with, with this? How are you going to deal with this other and it's like some some questions I gotta I gotta kind of answer for myself before I, you know, deal with this stuff. What are her powers? Um, she's essentially Spider-Man kind of riff. Yeah, she's, you know, she doesn't have the web shooters, but she crawls up walls and stuff like that. Her her costume is essentially the uh, like the kind of like the Venom costume where it's uh, it crawls all over and whatever. It, yeah. It's 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 sort of a sort of a living thing. It's it's actually will be in her blood and okay. so it it can seep out of her through her pores and over her body as a sort of a protective coating coating or whatever. So you hmm. it, it unlike Unlike Venom, where the the costume is has to change into clothes or or something that it's, and it's always there. Her costume kind of sucks into her body, and and then comes out again. So it's like sweat or something. It can okay. just can kind of come through her skin. It, it seems like you're going to be kind of introducing your version starting in Spawn two sixty five. Looks yeah. like. Yeah, it'll be spawn, spawn first, and then dragon immediately thereafter, and then the, the two books cross over, and she's part of that when the two books cross over, and then shortly thereafter, I hope to launch her in her own book, but we'll see how things are going with everything. Gotcha. You know, because I don't want to, I don't want to do like spawn where I'm sitting there with. I have, I'm soliciting this comic and it's not even drawn and it's I haven't thought it through and all that so I want to have it where it's at least well underway so I'm not completely under the gun. Are you feeling um, ongoing about it or miniseries? Um, I would like it to be ongoing, but uh, you know it's just going to depend on sales and stuff yeah. like that. So okay. You know, if it's going well, I'll just keep on going with it. And if it's not going so well, it'll be like, all right, I'm back to back to not killing myself. <laughs> you know? are, are you going to be covering? I mean, I know you haven't drawn anything, but in your mind or whatever, are you doing everything like Dragon? Yeah. 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 Uh, although I expect style wise it to be more like what I'm delivering to to uh, Todd. Okay. So it'll be, you know, like Dragon 
86 or whatever. There's a recent issue of Dragon not that long ago. Uh, 161, where he fights Daredevil. I actually did that the same style as 86, but I include blacks as a color. So, gotcha. so that's more like the European style, like you did in the yeah, Savage more European style. And I kind of, I kind of am thinking of, wouldn't it be cool to try and do it where the only thing really rendered in this is ant, and the rest of it is just flat color? Interesting. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll experiment some to make sure that works before I commit to it. But I kind of like that idea. That's cool. Yeah, I could sort of see that. That that sounds really cool. I know Dragon is a character that uh, you are always wanting to be the one doing everything on the book. And, of course, that's why I think every reader would rather have it, too. But is Ant a character where you could only ever see yourself doing it? Like, would you ever, like, write it and put another person on it? Um, I mean, again, it would, it would, it would have to be, you know, how, how, are, how are the sales Sense. doing on this? Sure. Right. At this point, you know, it's, it's easy to get me because... You know, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I don't need I don't need to get a page rate. I can, I'm fine working back end, and <laughs> those numbers will work out fine for me. Um, whether or not somebody else is going to go, I'll I'll take that leap of faith and hope the hell it, it all works out. It's like that's something to put on somebody, but we'll we'll see how it goes. You know, cool. sure. Jim, do you want to or Raven go through some of we had a couple of questions from listeners if you had a few more minutes eric uh, i don't know i are doing I, I i'm kind of running out of time but let's, all right. let's let's try and do this as quick as we can sure sure um first just first real quick i'm sure this one's fairly short uh matt hickman asks what's on your pull list i don't have a pull list okay um Easy enough. I, what i do is i go to the store and i just Grab whatever looks cool to me, and and take it home and and have my way with it. It's it's really it's you know I'll I get Hellboy every time it comes out. If Chris Chris Bacella is doing a book, I I buy that. Uh, if Humberto Ramos does something, I'll buy that. So I kind of will follow various artists on various things. And it's like oh this this looks awesome. I will totally be picking this up at this time and if there's you know nothing looks good to me then i'm i walk out empty-handed i get all the image stuff because i'm i own the goddamn company and i better yeah. so, <laughs> um, so there's a lot of stuff that's that's in the image stuff that's like oh, i'm looking forward to this 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 and this you know it's like i'll, I'll read all the kirkman stuff and, and there's a a bunch of the books that i'm just like if if I haven't read them yet, I'm I'm putting them aside and making sure that I I will read them, you know, sort of stuff. Yeah. What's a couple of the image books that you're really digging I'm these so days? So planking right now that it's just it's <laughs> it's kind of it's like I want to be listing off some titles and I'm and I'm and I'm actually just sitting there drawing a complete blank. That's fine. Do, do you read Autumn spot. Lands? Uh, I I started it, but I. I don't like the art that much. Fair enough. I just, it's too dense for me. There's like too much stuff filling up every, and I, and I, my eye needs a place to rest. So for whatever reason, that one's just, 
and I hit those first couple pages, and there's that story book kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just not in. I get it. That. Um, but I, I should. <laughs> and there's, you know, but uh, and I hate to, I hate to be down on on. Musak. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't, I don't want to be even saying what I don't read. I'd rather. Gotcha. That's fine. Yeah, no the, worries. Yeah. What's the other? There was one, one other question or two. Take it away, Jim. I feel oh, like yeah. you really uh, said anything. Chris, uh, Christopher Matthew Jones asks uh, if you're planning to mine the Spawnverse Rogue Gallery during your run. Uh, no. No. Creating your own. <laughs> no. I mean, it's really. Uh, there may be one showing up in a very, very minor role. But um, for the most part, I am uh, reseeding this this uh, empty lot. Gotcha. Good. Cool deal. <laughs> Should we let Eric go now? He's a busy yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the questions we got. So, yeah. Is that it? All right. Yeah. We're good. A little short notice, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys want to do this again, uh, you don't have to wait uh, as long as you did. I'm I'm pretty pretty accessible. Uh, cool. So, you know, don't, if you feel like, oh, we should ask them this or this, it's like, you know, we can do this in in a month or two, and 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 I'm okay with it. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. That's All very right. generous. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I got to go get dinner. All right. <laughs> so, well, you want me to read the future? Yeah, we should. Uh, you know, next time we're going to be talking, of course, about uh, Savage Dragon. Um... Uh, 214 and probably spawn 263. That is correct. Which will be the first spawn, of course, in the bold new direction. I'm super excited for both issues. It's going to be awesome. Extremely excited in Savage Dragon 214. The Tantrum Entity finds a new host, and Officer Dragon is in for the fight of his life. Eric Larson brings it. And I don't have the solicitation. Yeah, I'm pulling up the spawn one right now. It should be here on Comixology. Spawn 263. Bold new direction. Yeah. Hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Me and Craig are on one foot. Oh. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. Solicitation for spawn 263. Demons. Period. <laughs> is that it? That's it. No. Well, that's I got all it. Comixology has, and that should be direct from the solicitation info. It's demons gone. Okay, hold on. Where did you find it? Oh, it's demons. Angels dead. Okay, hold on. Where, where are you finding this? Our Hell Swan, now human with new powers. Just go to the image com- doc, imagecomics.com. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's try this one more time. Spawn 263. Demons gone. Angels dead. Our Hellspawn now human with new powers. In the next episode of Spawn Man. Stay tuned, true believers. Well, they're both exciting. I'm super excited. I'm jazz, super jazz. Can't wait for babies. Can't wait for superpowered babies. Spawn in cities, yay! I love that cover to 263. This Sorry. man, this monster pose. That's a good cover. Yeah, it With is just good. The people all behind him and him in the foreground. Yeah, people all shocked looking, like shadowy looking. Yeah. Well, do you not see superheroes in the Spawn universe very often? What are you people gawking at? 
I don't think they do. They probably don't, actually. He's probably the only one, unless others show up. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't I don't think that, like, Spawn has a shit ton of heroes just crawling around. Maybe I'm wrong. Does where, where does now. he even live? It's New York, right? I yeah, believe so. Oh yeah, good call. I have no idea where Spawn goes. Where does he? Where does he go? What does he do? Well, apparently, he doesn't have a civilian life. He's just Spawn twenty four seven. So he probably doesn't. doesn't he live with like the homeless people? Oh, that's I know right. Nothing about Spawn's home life. At least he Craig's did in the nineties. Right. Craig's right. Ninety Spawn slept in alleys and stuff. What a hero! <laughs> His secret lair was a garbage can, a dumpster. I wonder it took him 263 issues to save his dead wife. I gotta tell you, I'm so glad that she... Oh, thank God. Thank God. Just close that chapter. You know it's not that easy. Oh, it's gotta be. Please, please. (laughs) It's gotta be over. Issue 300 is just around the corner. You You wanna keep that momentum? No more hell stuff. We're done. How can you not have hell when your character is the hell spawn? You know that shit ain't permanent. You know someone can pull that sword at any time. Mm, I hope you're wrong. You might be right. All right. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in for this episode. Of course, like we said, it was. Uh, it's been a great how many ever years? Like five years? Good God! What the fuck are we doing with our lives? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about comic books. On the it's end. a waste. It's a waste. We'll never amount to anything. <laughs> they said once. I, I, I distinctly remember thinking to myself, I was like, how in the hell are they going to make a show just dedicated to one thing? And now... I think everybody said that. Here we are, 50 issue episodes later. It's just bananas. And six listeners later. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Flynn. listener. <laughs> Both of you. You know what? I wouldn't care if we had one listener as long as it gives us a chance to chit-chat with Eric and yeah, other creator, Savage Dragon creators. It's been fun, even if we're just doing it for ourselves. All been worth yeah. it. Yeah, it's fun. I have fun. Damn it, talking about the things you enjoy is fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm not saying thanks.